0: up everybody. Happy Monday. I hope you had a lovely long weekend. I'm sure some of you had a long weekend, maybe some of you didn't, but I'm pumped to be here with you today. This is the It's Hard podcast. I'm Paige Boner. Yes, that's my last name. Yes, the name is 100% intentional. And I started this thing over three years ago now. So it's evolved and changed. And if you've been with us since the beginning, you've seen that. Um, But I love doing this. It's a small but mighty community of people who just want authenticity and relatability. And so if you're new here, welcome. I'm so grateful that you're here. And I hope that you find um, the ability to be seen in some of these episodes and just a sense of community here. So excuse me. I am pumped about today. We're going to talk about holidays. So before we jump in, I want a little disclaimer. So I grew up celebrating Thanksgiving and obviously Thanksgiving has a really, um, rough history and it's important to recognize that and educate ourselves on things that happen on Thanksgiving. So if you don't know much about, um, you know, the massacres and everything that had happened. Um, I encourage you to always do research. I use Thanksgiving as a time just to express gratitude and reflect and eat delicious foods. It's always been my favorite holiday because of the food and we hosted it at our home growing up. Um, and then I also grew up celebrating Christmas and when I'm talking about holidays. I'm probably referring a lot to like my experiences with Christmas, Thanksgiving, but I'm fully aware of the fact that there are many other holidays that aren't as nationally recognized as those, um, holidays are, for example, you know, holidays that aren't given work off and, um, that are important to different cultures. And so I hope that listening to this or even like seeing my Instagram post next to a Christmas tree is not, um, supposed to reflect or, or portray that this is only for people who celebrate those holidays, this, you know, message and the people that shared on Instagram, just like tough things about holidays. I think it applies to any holiday. Now I say that without having experienced other holidays from other cultures. And so I can't really attest to that unless I spoke to someone, but Um, this is supposed to be just like a general, you know, gathering of a lot of people, maybe people you don't see very often and, um, just kind of the differences of celebrating how beautiful, messy, um, complicated, amazing, all of the in between it can be. And so I hope that it's known that this is a space for everybody, even though, My holidays might be more of the nationally recognized holidays that, you know, is kind of pushed upon a lot of people, Um, but that doesn't mean that this isn't for everyone. I hope that was made enough sense. But that being said, um, holiday season, I feel like comes up, obviously we just had a holiday. So I recognize that we're focusing more on kind of what's up and coming. Um, But I feel like it just brings up a lot of feelings, anxieties. Um, I know for myself, I've reflected a lot this year on how fast things have changed. And I'm married now. I, like I said, Thanksgiving was my favorite holiday growing up. And so I've now spent three Thanksgivings away from my family, my like nuclear family. Um, And that's just been so interesting to think about the fact that 3 thanksgiving's ago i might not have you know predicted that i would be spending the next um 3 thanksgiving's apart from my family when that was such an important holiday for me and it just all changes so quickly you know you're so used to being the kid and waking up and things are just kind of done for you to all of a sudden like you're the adult you're cooking you're hosting your um you know Trying to find people to spend the time with. And so it's just interesting to reflect on as we grow older and we create our own families, or, you know, we decide to go separate ways or do different things. It's, you know, crazy to think about how fast it all went and and how different it's going to be moving forward. I'm married now, so holidays, you know, should be split and spent on both sides and I want to spend it on both sides, but also my family has their own, you know, things. And so it's just really um, an interesting time. I think as you're growing in your adulthood, but also I think just being around family can be challenging sometimes. And and oftentimes it's people that you haven't seen in, you know, months, or maybe you've kept in touch via Facebook or whatever, texting, calling. Um, Sometimes people you see all the time, everyone's family situations are different, but I think that there can be challenges that arise, but also, you know, the nostalgia of holidays and the emotions and the enjoyment, but It's also important to recognize that that's not always the case, right? We're pushed so much through Instagram and social media and commercials and all this stuff that the holidays are supposed to be the most wonderful time of year and they're supposed to be enjoyable and and happy, but we have to realize that that's not the case for everybody. People might be experiencing death. They might be experiencing illness. They might be experiencing loss. They might be experiencing family troubles, you know, familial troubles. And so, um, it's just important in my world to recognize the challenges as well. And so I put up a little question box on Instagram, um, just asking people what is challenging about holidays for them. And so I wanted to go through some of those and, and just talk through my own personal experience, but also just share what some people are talking about and saying that is challenging so that you as a listener know, that when you're feeling this sense of dread or anxiety or fear about going into the holiday season, that you're literally not the only one, you know, I think sometimes we feel so isolated, like everyone else seems so happy and, you know, the way that they're portrayed on Instagram and it's like, that's just not always the case, you know, everyone is so freaking different. So, <clears throat> um, okay, let's just dive in. So I had the, the poll on Instagram and said, holidays are, and I just kind of had asked, you know, what, what comes up for you during the holiday season? What's challenging things like that. So first one, lots of triggers with eating and unnecessary comments about food and bodies this, oh my gosh, I relate to this so much. And I'm sure a lot of people out there do as well. Um, my ED gets really, okay. So wait, I have to pause because my mom made me realize something. I say ED, I mean eating disorder, right? And apparently it's also the abbreviation for erectile dysfunction. And so my mom says that anytime she sees me posted on Instagram or like I say ED, she gets like so scared for a second. She's like, why are you talking about erectile dysfunction? But then she remembers that I'm talking about eating disorder. So I just want to make that clear that if anyone like jumps at that, when I say ED, I'm talking about... In fact, I'm not talking about erectile dysfunction. I'm talking about eating disorders. Just want to clear that one up. Anyways, my eating disorder does get triggered during the holidays as well. And I'm not saying that, you know, you have to have a diagnosed eating disorder to have these thoughts, right? These can just be, you know, negative body thoughts, um, disordered eating in in general, or just, you know, a relationship with food or relationship with your body. That's not great whatever it may be, but think about, well, starting with Thanksgiving this past weekend, and you might be feeling like the remnants of this being that it's the days after Thanksgiving, but you know, the whole holiday is centered around eating a bunch of food. And there's so many things out there. I mean, I even did it. It's like turkey burn in the morning and do a 5k so that you can eat anything you want in the, in the afternoon. And, oh, I'm going to eat all greens and salads and stuff like that. So I can detox before I have this big meal and it just, you know, diet culture and body, everything just gets so smushed during these times because we're talking so much about like, oh, well, we're just going to eat so crappy for the next three, six months, you know, oh holiday season's coming, going to beef up or whatever. And it's like, that is so damaging to a lot of people when we're talking like that. And it's very generational. I find that like my family, you know, my older aunts and uncles or, you know, parents and stuff like that, like those conversations weren't as harmful or maybe they weren't talked about back in the day. Right. And so Nowadays, like with so many people being open about the fact that they struggle with body and disordered eating and things like that, any comments about how much someone is eating or that they need to do this, this, or that to like burn off the extra calories is just unnecessary, you know? And I think a lot of times it's people reflecting, you know, if they're not reflecting, deflecting, like if they're saying, oh, well, you know, I'm going to run tomorrow like three miles to burn off all this pie, they're just trying to like get validation that, you know, they can eat that pie and and not feel like they have to go run a thousand miles or whatever. And so this one, like lots of triggers with eating unnecessary comments about food and bodies. Like that is so crazy to me, how it's so common, like at tables to talk about our bodies and especially with our family, like it feels sometimes like our family just can talk about our bodies. And Something that's, you know, interesting on my side is like when I was in college, I used to like come home for holidays and, you know, or anytime I'd be struggling with my eating disorder at, at its peak or whatever. And there would always be comments about like how skinny I looked or how small I looked. And what's so toxic about that is that as a person struggling with an eating disorder, I loved it. Right. Like I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like they think I look skinny or whatever. And it almost perpetuated the eating disorder rather than, you know, started the healing process. And obviously with family, they're just trying to help. They're worried about your, your safety and in your health, but there's just not enough conversations around like, how do you approach conversations like that? And I don't, I have learned from my experience that it's never beneficial for someone to comment on your body big, small, whatever it is, never commenting on the size of your body or how they perceive your body or anything like that. You instead, like if you are genuinely worried about someone, like meet with them privately, ask them like how they're doing. Are they feeling healthy? Like find the right questions. And you can always talk to like a specialist, I think, or, or maybe research on like eating disorders about that. Like what questions do you ask? But it's never appropriate to like comment on someone's size or their body anymore. Like that's just not appropriate at all. And we just don't do that. There's so much pressure out there in the world and there's enough, you know, going on in people's heads that they do not need that. And I think that's just something that needs to be erased from any familial situation, any holiday. Like why are we spending any time talking about people's bodies? Right. And I saw a lot of stuff prior to Thanksgiving on Instagram about setting boundaries. And I think this is a really important thing. And I'm glad that people are doing this and it's so hard and it's, it takes so much guts, but just to say like, I don't want to talk about this, or I don't appreciate you saying that. Could we not talk about my body or could we not talk about food? Um, can we just enjoy this meal and not have a discussion like this? Or I don't, You know, like when you talk about my body, I don't like when you make comments. Like making it so clear to someone, like, you're hurting me, you're not making me feel safe in this moment is a way for us to really work towards, you know, coming together as families. Right. And that's so much easier said than done. I think about saying that to some of my family members, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know how it would go. But at least I got to say my piece of like, Hey, I don't appreciate that. And I've done that actually at family gatherings before I've been like, Hey, I don't appreciate that. Or, um, that's enough. Like I've, I've had enough, if there's enough poking at the bear, you know, cause sometimes you end up being like the, the runt, runt, stunt of a joke. What is it? What's that saying? I don't remember what that saying is. End up being the, I don't know, punt with a joke. No, I don't know what it is grunt of the joke. I don't know, but you end up being that person, whatever it is. And it's okay to be like, Hey, okay. I think that's enough. You know, we've let's move on or let's change the subject. Like I'm getting kind of sick of this. So you can find ways to like properly say that, but it is not your responsibility to babysit or, you know, chant, try to figure out how to fix somebody or make them understand why that's inappropriate. You can just say what you do not like. And that's enough. But again, easier said than done. So it's just like the preparation of like, these are conversations that are going to be had. What is my approach going to be? But so freaking true. And holidays are hard because there is a lot of you know, food and there's food you're not normally eating and there's, you know, cookies and there's treats and everyone talks about just like, you know, beefing up and or not even beefing. It's like hibernation. We're just going to stuff our faces with all these sweets and like gain the weight that we're going to gain. And then we're going to lose it all in the beginning of the year. And it's like, that shit's just so stupid. And I talked about this at an, an episode last year, which is like, why do we need to do that? Like, just be in moderation, be in your body Take whatever you know you want to take. Also, it's okay to indulge and to enjoy as long as you're doing it in a way that's healthy for you. Period. Point blank. Um, anxious about spending time in a different state with my significant other's family, some I haven't met. Oh, this is kind of what I talked about a little bit earlier, where as you're getting into relationships something that's so challenging is that beginning part of like spending holidays with other people's families and you're starting, you're being pulled from your home, from your comfort, right? You know, when you're younger and you're single, even if you're like dating in high school and, and, you know, college and stuff, I feel like, but once you start getting into like serious relationships and it's like, oh, we got to, you know, split time or I have to spend a whole holiday with another family you go from like predicting everything, knowing exactly what you're doing to being like, I have no idea what this is like. What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to give them a gift? Am I supposed to dress this way or that way? Like you're not used to their way of doing things because you don't know. And then you add on top, you're in a different state and you haven't met a lot of them. Like you're just so far out of your comfort zone. And I totally get that. That would be anxiety and I would be so anxious. I would probably be like thinking of ways I should not go right all the time, but. I always know that like in those moments is when I grow the most. And I've never had the situation where I've had to be in like a different state, I guess. I mean, I have I live in Utah now, so it's a different state than my family. And last Thanksgiving, Jack's family came out here and that was my second Thanksgiving with them. The first Thanksgiving I spent with them because uh, my nephew was getting out of the hospital and so I couldn't even see my family. And so I was spending another Thanksgiving with them. But the first Thanksgiving I spent with them I was a wreck. I was thinking about this the other day because I couldn't see my family. Like I was forbidden because it was COVID and I was, you know, seeing other people that could have been really dangerous for my nephew because he was just getting out of the hospital. I remember I like went to go pick up a pie and it was really close to my aunt's house. And it was a pie that she always got for Thanksgiving. And so I wanted to get it for our Thanksgiving. So I had like a piece of my tradition at my family, which that's something I would recommend is like, maybe ask if you could bring, um, a dish or, or something that reminds you of your home into their home. And I'm pretty sure they'd really appreciate it. And so I was doing that. And then i texted my aunt and I was like, can I drive past your house? And so I drove past her house and I waved to her through the window and just like chatted for a second without seeing her too close. And I drove away and I just bawled. Like I just cried so hard and I was so excited to spend time with Jack's family. But at the same time, it was like, oh my gosh, my life has changed so much. Like I'm so used to like my life and my traditions. And now I'm going in this whole different direction and I can't even see my family on Thanksgiving. And I don't get to watch my dad cook the turkey and I don't get to eat all my favorite sides cooked exactly how I like them. And they're cooked the same way every single year. And so it's really, it's challenging and it's anxiety-ridden. But if you find ways to just you know, get yourself calm and also realize like new traditions are also beautiful and figuring out new ways to connect with other people is really cool. I mean, that Thanksgiving, we did like football and then we ate and I had brought the pie and, and, um, I talked to my family on the phone and then the last two Thanksgivings I've been in Utah. And so my dad has been FaceTiming me to help me cook the turkey each um, year and that's been like a really fun kind of new tradition that I'm sure will go on for a little bit longer until we're back together for that holiday. But, um, I just like, you have to find ways to kind of reconnect and, and get involved. Like, instead of feeling like when you go to that out of state, you know, significant others home, like, is there a way you could help cook or could you help set something up or do something that would make it feel like you're being a part of it? And not just this guest who's like a stiff guest and doesn't know what to do. Right. So, that's so understandable. I I completely agree that stre- stepping away from your tradition and going into a whole no- new world is just really overwhelming and really anxiety ridden. <clears throat> uh, I love the holidays, but they remind me of what I've lost. I miss my grandparents, but overall, thankfully, luckily, the holidays are a happy time for me. Um, yeah, that's that's you know the the total paradox of this, right? So. I completely agree. I lost my grandpa when I was, um, 18, I was in high school, senior in high school and he actually got sick right before new year's. And so this like holiday season is hard. And my grandma died, um, the early December. So it felt like there was a lot of loss, like during this time. And so that was really, it's been really tough. Um, and yeah, it's just hard because I remember those first few Thanksgivings and, and Christmases when they weren't there and you feel like your family's getting smaller. And what's interesting is like the first year of holidays after my grandpa had died, um, that was my last grandparent. And so this was like our first holiday season without him. And I remember saying to my mom, I was like, Oh, I just wish like Haley would have a baby or something would happen so that, you know, we could grow our family. Cause it felt like our family was shrinking. I was single. Maybe I wasn't single. No, I was single. I was single that holiday season. And then like, and even if I wasn't like, I was dating somebody that I wasn't going to have them over for the holidays. Right. And then my sister was dating her now husband, um, but still like they were splitting times already or starting to do different things. And so it was just really challenging. So it felt like, Oh my gosh, our family is shrinking and it, it felt really lonely and isolating. And so the first Thanksgiving, we like put a candle at the seat that my grandpa would always sit at and that was just like in honor of him. So we like saved his seat um, And that was nice, but it is hard when you feel like your family is losing something or is missing something and that can be really, really painful and I know a lot of people experience that. With parents with children and it's, it's so challenging and I just cannot even imagine the pain that you experience and it doesn't get easier, you know, and, um, my sister obviously added to our family and now I have a husband and, and a whole new family. And so I do feel that sense of like growth again, but, um, I'm sure it's hard for a lot of people and a lot of people, it doesn't ever go away. So I honor that for sure. Um, but I love the overall, thankfully, luckily the holidays are a happy time for me. And, and that's what I think is so interesting about the holidays is that it's a both. And, you know, there can be really challenging parts of it, but for a lot of people, it's very nostalgic, it's enjoyable, and it's a joyful time. And to be able to be grateful for the fact that you have a warm bed and a warm house, and you're able to provide gifts for family and things like that is a beautiful thing to be able to be grateful for of course, also not, you know, stepping away from the fact that there are challenges and it's okay if there are challenges, even if you have all those things too. Um, (laughs) this person said chaotic and it's one of my best friends. And so I know why it's chaotic for her. So just picture this, you and your fiance's parents are both divorced and remarried or in new relationships. And so you have four separate, like just on top of like me and Jack, I always think about, oh, it's so hard. Like we ought to do his family and my family, make sure it works right, whatever, which neither of our parents are pressuring about that or anything. Like we just both like to spend time with our families. And this is a whole nother situation where it's like you have four different things, Plus like grandparents who live a little bit further away. So making sure that you go up and you see them as well. And on top of it, she lives in a different state. So like she's only home for a certain period of time, has to make sure that it's all spread out perfectly, evenly, etc. cetera. Four different just parent Christmases. Like that is insane to me how crazy that is. So Um, And they make it work every single year. Every single year I've known them. They have made it work every single year. They don't do switch off every other year. They make everything work. And I don't know how they do it. So I get why it's chaotic. And I'm sure a lot of you out there are experiencing this. And I can't even imagine once they start having kids, how much crazier it's going to (laughs) get. So yeah, you're right. It is chaotic for you. And I don't know how you do it every single year. Okay. I can't understand what that's trying to say. Relationship, maybe? Not having that relationship, feeling like you should. I'm going to guess that's what this is saying. I'm not entirely sure, but... um. I don't know. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's something really interesting about the holidays and like relationships and feeling like you have to bring someone home or you're going to be at the dinner table and everyone's going to ask about your boyfriend or when you're getting married or all these different things. And so I, I, just feel like, again, that's where like boundaries have to come in. And it's like, instead of going into it being like, Oh my gosh, they're going to ask me all these questions, just like going in with that confidence that you exude day to day, um, knowing that you're happy exactly where you're at, at this moment. And that this is the path that you're supposed to be on. And they, you know, if they try to bring you down or cross you just being like, Hey, you know, that's a great question. I don't really want to talk about my love life. Um, I don't, or not, I don't really, I don't want to talk about my love life tonight, but you know, if anything changes, I'll let you know. Right. So I think that there's just ways to have communication of, Hey, I don't want to talk about that. Cause what's going to happen. I mean, uncle Sal is going to be like, Hey, so-and-so like what, you know, I've brought a boyfriend around, like when are you going to get married or getting tick, tick, talk, whatever. And it's like, Hey, you know, what's his intention with asking that question? It's not, you know, a positive question or whatever. And even if it is, it does come out nice, like, Hey, that's a nice question or, Hey, you know, understand where you're coming from. I don't want to talk about my love life. Um, today. Can we just talk about other things I'll share with you about my career? Um, I just had this great career change. I'll share with you about these fun things I'm doing this, this house I'm renovating. This um, really interesting book I'm reading. Like, I'd love to talk about that. Just talk about the things you want to talk about because the relationship stuff is just an easy way out for people. It's an easy conversation and it's just an easy way to pick at you. And so you can always, you know, navigate the conversation and control it in the way, in the direction that you want to go. Same thing with like, when are you going to get pregnant? And I know a lot of people struggle with this question because they might be struggling with infertility in that moment. And so just saying thanks for asking Um, that's, you know, something that we're, we're hoping for down the road, but at this time, I don't want to talk about it. I'm just, you know, it doesn't, I I'll love to talk about, you know, some adventures that we've been on or some travel that we've done um, or some things that we're doing and hoping to do in the next year. Um, But I I don't want to talk about that right now, you know? So, and for us, like we're not planning to have kids until a little later on. So just to be like. Hey, you know, I appreciate that question, but we're not thinking about having kids until we're closer to 30. So once we get to that point, we can talk about that, Just important to set those boundaries and yeah, you don't need to have a relationship to be happy. You can be happy fully on your own. Um, Joyous time, but reminds me how fractured my family is. Lots of divorce and mental illness. Yes, (laughs) it's so hard. My mom and I used to come home from Christmas, like just bawling because we're just like, oh my gosh, like when did things get so hard? And when did, you know, life get so messy and and just everybody got so angry and sad, right? And it just makes you think like, do we even really like this? Like when we're going to all these holidays and doing all this stuff, like do we really actually enjoy what we're doing? I don't know. And so I just want these people like hear these things. I want you to hear these things because so many of us struggle with this. Like I just explained, my friend, you know, has divorce on both sides of the family, both her fiance and herself, right? Um, Mental illness is super prevalent in my family. Alcoholism is super prevalent in my family. Um, just to so many things that people struggle with and the fact that like, there's so many responses on this and just the, the content that's out on social media proves that so many people struggle, that holidays are a very anxiety ridden time for everybody because of all the pain and lack of, you know, conversation, lack of vulnerability. You're seeing these people a few times a year. And so you don't really know what to talk about. You don't really know much about them. Um, And they don't really know much about you. And so they don't really know what to ask you. And so it can be a really challenging time. And it can also just like really expose the fact that our families are not as perfect as we want them to seem. And I think it's really important to also recognize that you're going to see everything under the sun on Instagram and on Facebook and whatever. And it's like, oh, so grateful for my bae and so grateful for this holiday and oh, look at all of our families and us dressed so perfectly and looking so perfect. It's a fucking picture. Like what's actually happening behind that photo is so different. And even I'm guilty of that, right? Like the year that I struggled being away from my family, I cried so much of that Thanksgiving. But if anyone asked me how it was, I said, it was amazing. It was so great, you know, or maybe I posted a photo of Jack and I. I don't even think I did, but just like, it is so not exactly what happens. It might've been a moment. It might've been a really joyous moment. There might've been joyous moments in that day, but there's also always pain or just awareness of pain. And the fact that so many of us have so much fracture in our families and that's no one's fault. It's just life. Like that's just fucking life and no one can control that it's going to happen. And so, yeah, I, I totally get that. This person says, honestly, not being in my normal routine, not eating my normal foods, unwanted questions. So I think we've talked a lot about that. Like, you know, you get into this holiday and you're traveling and you're, you know, not eating your normal stuff and you're just kind of so out of whack. And then, yeah, the unwanted questions is again, just a huge thing. Like, why is this so common? Can we just stop? Like, let's ask people nice questions. If you need to freaking Google good questions to ask people before you go or you need to bring like a freaking deck with questions like fucking do that like on Sally figure it out you know like don't keep asking these stupid ass questions and boundaries 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 read it's what's it called I'm gonna look it up quick boundaries it's called boundaries I think Okay, set boundaries, find peace by Nedra Glover Tawab. I love her. She's been on a bunch of podcasts too. So if you're not into reading, look her up and freaking educate your the shit out of yourself about boundaries before you go to your holiday this year. You can set them. It's so challenging, it's so hard, it's scary. But when you do it you're respecting yourself and you're respecting other people and letting them know what you want from them and the relationship boom okay um this person says exhausting being with family for 10 to 14 hours a day is just tiring not bad just tiring that makes so much sense you're like on for that whole day right and if you're going to significant others families you're extra on but you're just like trying to like make conversation and do all these things. You're not completely comfortable and it's just so, so tiring. So that is so real. Um, This person says the worst. I'm always questioned on my career and ignored by family. And I'm just sending you so much love because, you know, to feel that much of dread towards a time again that we're we're told is supposed to be so joyous and enjoyable is really hard. And again, like just boundaries is so important. But also I feel like we don't talk enough about the fact that like even if if it's your family, you're allowed to step away. I mean even if it's just taking one holiday season off and like starting a new tradition, doing something with a friend, um, maybe just like doing something on your own, like going on a solo trip during that time and just like taking time away. Like no one says you have to follow this exact rule that everyone thinks we have to follow. Right. And so I just think that there's so much power in like taking a step back and figuring out, okay, what do I actually want out of this season? And like, what would be beneficial for me? Um, If I did take a step back, you know, would that be something that I could handle? And would it benefit me? And if it's such an unenjoyable experience, I feel like that's a great option. Again, I don't know, you know, the details of that and I can't assume, but I think it's something worth considering of like this year, you're just not going to attend and you're going to go, you know, travel or go to a friend's Christmas or a church Christmas or, you know, a community Christmas, whatever that is, so that you can kind of take that step back and figure out what you want to do. And if that's something you want to continue, family is really challenging. You know, it's like, you want to be in a relationship with them. You want to make it work, but at the same time, sometimes they just cause more pain than they cause love. And so it's important to take a step back as well and just figure out what do you want and how can you then go back into the, into the pen with those good boundaries and, and that, you know, good head space. So I feel like that's a really important thing to consider. Is that just because everyone tells you that you have to spend every single holiday with every single family and da 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 da? da like you really don't have to do that. If there's a certain person you want to see, you could set up time to see them before or after, um, and then do the, the actual holiday you know for yourself and avoid those people that are causing you that much pain. Sending you all the love though. So. That's all the the thoughts we had. And I feel like it covered so much of what a lot of people struggle with during the holidays. One thing I want to talk about that I do every single year I have since I have started this podcast is I do unplug for the holidays. So if you've been with us for a while, I was about to say, if you've been with Northwestern Mutual for a while, (laughs) so ridiculous because uh, that's just work. Um, but if you've been with us for a while, you would know that I've done this in the past. I actually created a workbook last year and it's still available on my website. It should be, I should double check that. Um, and it's completely free and I would highly, highly recommend it as a way to intentionally unplug. And so if you're like, what the hell do you mean by unplug? So, um, during Oh, wow. I put it hard. It's hard.com. So during the holiday season, I start usually like the Monday before Christmas. um, And then I go until after New Year's. So I, I spend at least like two weeks off of social media. I don't release an episode. I completely unplug Um, just to kind of reset before the new year. And so I started doing this and then what I did was realize like, oh my gosh, there's so much time of like that you spend scrolling and creating content and da, 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 which like you can still create content obviously when you're off social media, but it's just a matter of not getting on it at all. Um, But there's just so much empty space and time that you can utilize to benefit yourself do some reflection, um, really think about the next year ahead and and kind of what you intend for that. And so that's why I created the workbook was I wanted to be able to allow you to figure out, okay, how do I actually go about this? And so there is um, the guide to unplugging, like how do you intentionally make sure you're off of your social media and setting it aside completely. There's journal prompts, there's Vision planning. Um, I have to update this because this one says for 2022. We're going to be in 2023. Um, And ideas for what to do while unplugged. I do a lot of reading, writing, reflection, podcast, listening, um, walking. You know, there's just ideas for what you can do. Intention setting and more. So It's just helping you to get the most out of your break, Um, just that you're not just like putting social media away and just, you know, waiting until the day that you get to go back on it. And then also what's really important with that intention setting part is setting the intention of what you want social media to look like in your life in the upcoming year. So. I had last year started like no social media on weekends, which I'm really tempted to go back to that. Um, And so even though like with a full-time job now, it's kind of hard because that's my best time for content, but I think it's important also to give your brain a break um, because it's a very overwhelming thing. And so I just, you know, encourage a lot of that as well, like setting that intention of what do you want your boundaries of social to look like? Um, what is your goal for that and your vision for creating a space between you and your social media? So that's something I do. And so I am planning this year, let's look at the calendar quick. So my disconnect will start on, I think it'll start Friday the 16th and then i will be off until monday the 2nd so i'll there will be no episode on the 19th or the 26th And then there will be a new episode on the second and you will not see any social media from me during that time. And so what I always encourage my community to do is to join me during that time. So um, if you're interested in joining me to unplug for the holidays, shoot me a message. I'd love to encourage you download the workbook from our website and let's, you know, like connect after on the second, maybe like, let's connect on the 15th and be like, Hey, I'm doing this um and then on the second would love to hear your reflections as well and I'll do an episode on my reflections from that time off so um, if you're in, let me know, would love to challenge you and, and get really excited about the, the possibilities that can happen in those great two weeks of disconnecting and being really present. Again, I want to be mindful of the fact that that's centered around the holiday of Christmas. If there's another holiday that you would rather unplug for, I respect that. And please let me know if you decide to do that at a different date because of it's, it's, it's in alignment with the holiday that you celebrate Um, I just do it during that time because I think it's a really great time to be present. I'm going home. And so I'm excited, just like be disconnected and, um, be really present with my people at home as well. So if you're in, let me know. I find that to be a really important aspect of my holiday happiness. So that's it. That's all we got for today. I hope you have a great week. Remember to subscribe, like, Rate the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's how we grow. Follow me on TikTok at It's Hard Podcast, Instagram at It's Hard Podcast. Um, and in the description below is all the sponsors of It's Hard and discount codes that you can get for chapstick coffee um and therapy. A few of my favorite things. I love chapstick, coffee, and therapy. So check that out and as always send me a message would love to chat with you all and I hope you have a wonderful week and we'll see you next week